0: To the Skin in the City podcast. The city may not be for everyone, but skin is. I'm Casey Boone and I'm Haley Kurfis, and we're here to have some fun. After 15 years in the beauty
1: industry, I know a few things about skin. Join me and my friends to learn all about skincare, being an esthetician, and what it takes to be in this industry.
0: It seems more work than it's worth. It is
1: more work than it's worth.
0: So we're just standing here recording holding our mics instead of sitting. I wish we had like a video of this. I feel like there's a hundred things a day we do every (laughs) single day where I'm like, I really wish we had like a camera crew. Right. We need a camera crew. But I'm also glad we don't. Also same.
1: Anyway, happy Monday. Happy Monday, you guys. Welcome to Skin in the City. I'm Casey Boone. And I'm Haley Kurfis. And we have a special guest on today. We do. I'm so excited for this guest and for this awesome conversation. I feel Mm -hmm. like this isn't something that's typically talked about in our industry.
0: No. And I think it's something that's so important. Yeah, I mean, in this industry and just in life in general. I mean, I had never thought about a lot of the points Leola brings up in this conversation. And I think it's just going to be helpful to keep that in the back of your mind, just navigating life.
1: Yes. Navigating life in and out of your treatment room. Mm -hmm. We have our friend and esthetician Leola Davis on the podcast today. So a while back I had asked you guys like pitch me, I want to bring some cool people onto the podcast mm-hmm. and Leo was one of them. So, we're going to be breaking down some or hopefully breaking down some barriers today. I think her. so. I think, I think we so. are. Yeah. I we're talking everything. Well, at the end of the day, <laughs> I'm going to leave you with this because I really want you to listen to this episode. It's all about what you put on your intake form. Mm. We're talking size inclusivity. Mm-hmm. We're talking race, gender, all, all of the things. Yeah. Right? Is, yeah. We cover it all. We cover it all. Mm-hmm. And this is just about taking a second and thinking before you say something and just being a little bit more aware. conscious and aware. Yeah.
0: yeah. What of, a concept. I know. Of other people. And not making assumptions. Yes. Yeah. I, no more assumptions. Mm-hmm. I hope this
1: episode brings you value. I know it brought me value. I feel like I learned a lot from Leola. Same. And I'm excited to, you know, use these things in my personal life
0: and in my practice. I'm excited. I feel educated. I'm ready to go. And And she's a doll. She's such a doll. Yeah. So we hope you love this. Thank you for listening and have a great Monday. Yeah, it came up with the name. name.
1: And then we were like, we have to use it for something.
0: It was originally going to be for like a blog post. I'm like, Uh no, that's too good of a name. Like we have to save it for something. So we obviously have to create a magazine and (laughs) podcast just because we like the name. Because we don't
1: have enough things going on. I mean,
0: how else would you do it? I know, right?
1: Are you both Virgos? (laughs) No. Is that a Virgo thing? I don't know. You guys are...
2: Always like Bro. doing the most oh. in the best yeah. way. So I'm like, you guys are just like very motivated and like coming up with like cool, yeah, creative. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah.
1: Haley's. Uh, wait, what are you? You're Cancer,
2: Cancer. cancer. Mm-hmm. I'm okay. Aquarius. Yeah, I remember yeah. asking, what yeah. are you? I'm a Gemini. You are. I'm the last day of Gemini. So like, so I'm are on you like the on the cusp? Cusp, and I lean more to the Cancer side because mm. I have like Cancer Mars Moon.
0: Okay, rising, oh, wow. all
2: that crap. Yeah. So like, I never really vibed with Gemini
1: okay but it's it's like you don't yeah. identify as much with Gemini yeah see I'm like full-blown Aquarius yeah. like I'm I think I'm like a, a moon rising Aquarius yeah. yeah I'm like I'll, my
2: mom's an Aquarius and my niece is an Aquarius oh, really? yeah, yeah I've got lots of Aquarius oh you do and, so you yeah. like
1: us you yeah I like Aquarius yeah I mean we can be a lot we can be a lot or maybe that's just me I
2: don't know. I asked when I came here the first time, I was like, are you a Sagittarius? Yeah. Because Sagittarius, they're like always, like they're super spontaneous, Uh always on the go. Uh And every time I'm watching you, you're like, well...
1: We're moving. Here, We're doing yeah. this. Here like, I am again. Oh my gosh. Like, or I'm just crazy. Not sure. I feel like I've just been in this, like, moment in my life where I'm just, like, leveling up everything.
2: Yeah. Like, I
1: was, like, leveling up the office. Like, Brandon and I just bought a new house. Yeah. I was, like, I feel like I'm just setting myself up for, like, my next chapter in life.
2: And it's good because you're really good at execution. Oh, thank you. Like... Even with your new house, like, I couldn't tell that you weren't in your new house for a while. And then when you were, I was like, oh, like, and haven't you already been there? Because it looks like so set up already. I like, so I, same in here. Yeah. I'm like, if it was me, it would take like a million years to like
1: get something <laughs> together. I just, I don't do well with like clutter like mm-hmm. this. I'm like, uh, anxiety. I know. I know. It's like, I just know who I am now. Yeah. I'm like a creative person. So it's like when like stuff, I need it to feel a certain way that's really good i just know myself yeah yeah, yeah and yeah. i know i'm crazy so. yeah but thank you it. embrace it I'm, are, <laughs> i know i do absolutely yes. know i do i'm like this is me take it or leave it um uh, well welcome,
0: welcome thank you welcome to skin yeah. in the city
1: i'm so happy to be on this show with you guys I'm so excited to have you here since this is skin in the city i have to know what city are you from
2: I was born in Indianapolis, Indiana, okay. but I grew up in San Diego, California.
1: Okay. Um. Yeah. Uh, San Diego. I don't know how you feel about San Diego, but I love San Diego. I feel like when I go there, like I feel like all of my stress like uh, melts away. It's Just like a different vibe. I don't know yeah. how you feel like living there.
2: I feel that way now, okay. but growing up there, I hated it for some you reason. Really? I don't know why. Yeah, I was just like, I can't wait to leave. Like, I was from a small town or something. I was like, the second I graduate high school, I'm out of here. <laughs> and so I literally left. Like. Week after I graduated high school, yeah. But now when I go back, I'm like, oh, it's so beautiful, it's so yeah, lovely, it's like beautiful. Best so weather. you know, I was just a really angsty teen and wanting to, and then it I moved to misery. Yeah. Like,
1: <laughs> I mean, I did the same thing as Haley. It's like you know, we grew up like 30 minutes outside of LA, and it's like uh, I can't wait to get out of here and live in Hollywood. It's like <laughs> ew. Yeah, again, I know. And then I, you go to Hollywood, like, and you're like, Ugh. I don't want to live here. <laughs> so did you go from San Diego to LA?
2: No, I I went from San Diego to Columbia, Missouri, which is oh, a small sense. college town. Yeah, right. Like, uh, okay, I, I know. And then I got there, and people are like, "So you came from San Diego to middle of Missouri?" Mm, and I yeah. was like, "Yeah, it's great. Like, You're like I love it." I, yeah, and I, then I lived in Missouri for ten years. Oh, you and, did. oh Yeah, okay. I loved it. I I miss Missouri all the time. So. Yeah, do you I go do. back and visit? I have been back to visit. It's been a couple years, but I have lots of close family friends sure. there. I am a huge, if you can tell by my m- tattoos, I, yeah. ha- I have a lot of mushroom tattoos. I'm a huge mycology fan. And so I got really into that when I was in Missouri because it's a very abundant mushroom state. Is and mycology
1: the study of uh, mushrooms?
2: Yeah, it's the study of mushrooms, of that everything so mushrooms. Cool. Yeah, and I just like became obsessed and it's all I spent my time on in Missouri really and I was like I'm gonna be a mycologist and then I learned that you had to go to school and like take a lot of math and I'm horrible at math and so I was like okay never (laughs) never mind but I still love mushrooms (laughs) but I still love mushrooms like so yeah so I lived there until I was 30 and then I moved to Seattle and I lived in Seattle for three years and then I moved to Los Angeles in 2018 Nice. Okay. okay, so you haven't been here that no, long. No, no, I'm mm. still kind of new. You I are. feel really new because of COVID and Ugh. quarantine and everything Ugh. was shut down. So I feel like I didn't really get to experience any of the city that much. Yeah, but, you missed like a whole year. Yeah, off. yeah. Sorry. So I still feel very
1: new. <laughs> you're kind of newish. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But I love that you're into the whole mushroom thing, which to me kind of makes sense maybe why you kind of focused on skin care. I don't know if that mm. makes any sense. Cause I know for myself, like when I was a kid, I was really into dinosaurs and uh-huh. I wanted to be a paleontologist. So I think estheticians, we have, th- we're just, I guess we're naturally curious. Yes. And also maybe drawn to nature drawn to nature
2: yeah, yeah. easily fascinated yes. by things yes. like i love when anyone is an expert in something mm-hmm. especially if it's something nerdy yeah and so like mushrooms like everything blows my mind about <laughs> mushrooms yeah. and then when mm. i started learning about skin i was just like oh my god like i had mind no idea blown. it seems yeah. so just like like i was like that mushroom seems so simple but there's this mm. really like in depth like whole I don't know, it's, like it's, they're it's compl- complex. They're yeah, complex. they're so complex, and the same with skin. Like everybody's so like, "Oh, it's just your skin," and I'm like, "Well, actually, no, 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 no." You yeah. know, so like, right. I feel like it makes sense. It's, yeah, it does, right? <laughs>
1: yeah, maybe I'm just putting two. To, I think no, putting, I put. Like I, I yeah. think it makes sense. Yeah, it yeah. makes it sense does. to me. It sounds Perfect. like it makes sense to you. Also, just one more thing on the mushrooms. It sounds like you were interested in before they really, like, hit the scene. I feel like Mm -hmm. mushrooms in the past couple years have, like, blown up. Really
2: blown up, yeah. Yeah. So you were on the curve. Yes, I was that person years and years ago on my hands and knees, like, crawling through the forest looking and harvesting mushrooms and stuff. And people are like, you're so weird. Like, what are you doing? And now they're like, oh, check out my, like chaga tea right blah, they're blah, like blah. me
1: too now with the mushrooms <laughs> <Yeah>. right?
2: <laughs> the same with like being gluten-free i've been gluten-free for like almost 10 years now mm. and How before there was anything gluten-free, gluten-free ever right. and also gluten-free in like the middle of Missouri and now it's right. like you can't go anywhere without like finding something gluten-free which I'm very very thankful for but it's it's just funny because people are like gluten-free what the heck is that yeah. right yeah. Yeah.
1: 10 years ago right <laughs> yeah. who knew just funny what a little education mm-hmm. can do absolutely right? and i think that's why you're here today absolutely that's, yeah that's exactly why you're here <laughs> <It> <laughs> that is exactly is. why <laughs> you (laughs) I think I posted on Instagram. I was like, pitch me, guys. Like, Mm -hmm. pitch me. I want cool people talking about interesting things on this podcast, right? Mm -hmm. I have my information. Great. But I want to bring other people in who have different ideas, different perspectives, and can educate us on so many different things in this industry, Mm -hmm. right? We could talk about skin care all day long, right? Mm -hmm. And the ingredients and all these things. (laughs) And we need to know all of that to be an esthetician. Uh But there's so many other factors that a lot of us don't think about, especially Mm -hmm. if we decide we're going to go solo, if we're going to go out on our own. I think the things that we're going to talk about today, you need to think about whether you're working for someone else or not. But I think they're super important once you do decide to go out on your own. Mm, Because if you're working for someone else, you can't control the entire business. But maybe Mm -hmm. you could have some influence Mm -hmm. come to your boss, go, hey, Mm -hmm. we need to change this, this, and that. Hopefully you have a boss that's receptive about the things that we're talking about today yeah Mm -hmm. i know for myself i have learned a lot of these things like just like naturally Mm -hmm. for example (laughs) what we're gonna get into (laughs) that you also mention in the summer issue of Uh. skin in the city so if you guys haven't read the magazine go read it but i'm gonna read the title because i love the title that you you titled this accessibility, self-acceptance, and expression in and out of the treatment room. Mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. So the first thing that you're talking about is having spa robes and treatment beds that are fat-friendly. And yes. I know for me, I once I was working on my own and I had some heavier clients, mm-hmm. I literally went out and got a bigger bed because I had like a couple clients. I was like, oh my God, yeah. I don't want them to be embarrassed. Yeah, I don't mm. want them to be able to not get on the bed. And I also didn't want to feel like... like... Like the bed was going to break. Like, what exactly devastating experience for them? Exactly, and like, so when I
2: started getting into skincare and realizing that I wanted to be an esthetician and to work on my own, Mm -hmm. I started asking my friends who. Had never had facials before, never gotten massages or anything or really hesitant about stuff. And I'm like, how come you haven't done this? Like, why does this industry feel unwelcoming or inaccessible to you? And a lot of my fat friends were like, because the beds, I'm afraid I'm going to break the bed. Or my friend was like, when I get on the bed half of my body hangs off yeah. or yeah. the robe doesn't fit around my body. And those are just things that like you go somewhere and you don't want to ha- like, you're going somewhere to feel good mm-hmm. exactly. to be appreciated, to take care of yourself as form of self care. You don't want to get there and be like, wow, this isn't even accommodating to me. Yeah. And these are things that are very easily to accommodate, yeah. you know? So one of the like major things I'm like, Get a bigger bed. Yeah. Like you want to have a bed that's nice and comfortable to Mm -hmm. begin with. Of course. That anyone can fit on. There's even, you can buy extenders for Mm -hmm. beds. And so that's just like a number one. And I always ask people in my customer or my client intake form, I say, do you want your decolletage done? Mm because some people don't, don't feel comfortable feel comfortable being touched below the neck right. and so i think that's another really important thing to ask yeah and so i always ask that beforehand and if they do i want to provide them with a robe that they can adjust or fit like have multiple sizes like i want everyone to feel like they are thought of like at the forefront and mm-hmm. not right. like not, an not afterthought. the be- right yeah why, not wait, an afterthought. why am i an afterthought
1: yeah. it should never be your clients exactly right you, mm-hmm. your client should never feel like that exactly. and what simple things mm-hmm. get some spa robes that fit all mm-hmm. sizes you know and get a treatment bed that's going to support all sizes yeah. you know mm-hmm. and again i think at the end of the day what you're saying is like just have like clear communication
2: definitely clear communication is key like and I think a lot of people are afraid to ask. Yeah. And it's like, don't be afraid to ask. Like, your your client will be happy that you are taking the time to learn more about them
1: and to make sure that there are accommodations right. for them. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, think, like you're saying, they're afraid to ask. D- can you give us any tips or suggestions? Like a way to approach this subject, because Mm -hmm. I think so many people are, they're like... Where, where do I even start? How do you mm-hmm. word it? How right. It how compassion? do you word it? Or is this something as an esthetician, as a business owner, mm-hmm. should you kind of should be taking that responsibility that like, yeah, you might feel uncomfortable, but just think how uncomfortable your client feels. But if you make them feel good, then you have a client for life. Yeah. You have to kind of step out of your comfort zone. Mm-hmm. You have to
2: step out of your comfort zone because your client is stepping out of their comfort yes. zone. Mm-hmm. I love that. Know? And It's like if they feel good, they're going to tell their other friends and the word is going to spread. And, yeah, you're going to have someone who feels comfortable with you. And some of these people have never been able to feel comfortable in a space like this before. Right. So even if, like, you could put on your form or ask beforehand, like... What size robe do you need? Do you need a larger robe? Mm. Like, yeah, you know, that's just very easy. Like, these are my sizes of my robes. Select which one you need. Right. Mm -hmm. It's so simple. Takes it off. So it's already there. So they don't have to be like, actually, this is too small. Can you give me a new one? You know, it's like, this is there. Yeah. And I just think like regardless people should just buy a bigger bed like
0: yeah, right honestly yeah he, yes. it can't be like, too big like when it had can't be too big and you're like oh my gosh this yeah it's way too big <laughs> yeah
2: and if you look when I was researching beds like I just looked at the capacity for the hold size mm-hmm. and a lot of beds were only like three or four three right? or four and I was like that's not very much at all and so I went and found a bed that can hold like 650 to 700 that's and wow. I paid a little bit extra, but it's worth it in the long run. Yeah, and it's so comfortable and so nice. I was saying, so. then you have like a sturdier bed. You have yeah. a higher quality bed. Mm-hmm. Better
1: for everyone. It's right? better for
2: everyone, yeah. truly. Right? Yeah
1: yeah who's gonna say oh I don't want this bed to be bigger you know yeah <laughs> exactly it, it can be too small but it can't mm-hmm. be too big mm-hmm. yeah. right mm-hmm. I mean we've come across so many things people too tall I've had people hanging mm-hmm. off the bed and then like me as an esthetician I'm like oh my god I feel so awful about, like you don't fit on here so yeah I love that you're you were saying extenders as well yeah like I've never mm-hmm. even thought about that
2: yeah right? my friend is really tall he's like six two and he's very broad and mm. wide and he's fat and he's like i had a massage therapist who i got on the bed and like hanging the off sides everywhere. of my body were hanging <laughs> off and he was like hold on and brought out these extenders yeah and put it on and he was like it's literally changed my life like That's it made amazing. me so much more comfortable so it's like companies are aware of these issues yeah. and like size adjustments. So, if you just like push a little further and look into it, there's a way. If there's yeah. a will, there's a way. Right. Yeah. You know? do, your, do your research, right? Absolutely. Do your research. Can you share where you found that bed? Yes. I found that bed on Earthlight. 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 Earthlight massage beds okay. and i can't remember the specific name of it but maybe we can like link it yeah, we'll link, yeah. we'll link it
1: we'll find it and we'll mm-hmm. link it in the show notes for you guys yeah. so if you're interested and mm-hmm. is it just like a massage bed is it one that you can like fold up and break down like what what kind of yeah you can fold it up yeah and it. you can travel with it right it's I not like too heavy and it has like
2: a head and it has like A really nice storage case. Right, Mm, it's so it's the nicest bed I've ever had.
1: Amazing, (laughs) yeah, amazing. And yeah, and then the spa wraps. Like, what a Mm -hmm. simple thing. And I love what you're saying about ask about like the décolleté because Mm -hmm. I never even thought about that. Like, yeah. I typically treat the face, neck, and decollete, Mm -hmm. and I mean, I'm at a point in my career where I'm not seeing any new clients, and I'm very comfortable, but like, I think that's really important. Maybe Mm -hmm. they don't want their shoulders, or their neck, or their chest Mm -hmm. touched. like you just don't know. So again, I think the more communication, the better, Mm -hmm. is what you're saying.
2: Yeah, the more communication, the better, and there are a lot of people out there who are touch sensitive in certain areas, or who aren't comfortable with their chest or maybe who have scars or something which is like something i want to get into further and so it's just like always really important instead of assuming that somebody is going to do something or want something
1: Mm. just ask beforehand yeah and never assume you guys never assume when it comes to really anything anything Mm -hmm. you you just you can't you can't yeah Yeah. Yeah. If they're booking a facial, they probably want you to touch the (laughs) face. Okay. But beyond that, you still need to ask. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's where the intake form comes in. You know, what size spa wrap do you need?
0: Let's take a quick commercial break to talk about spa and equipment.
1: You guys are always asking me where my favorite tools, where my favorite machines, where my favorite equipment is from. And a lot of the times, I'm going to tell you spa and equipment, also known as Skin Act. That's where my favorite steamer is from. I just got a new cabinet with drawers that even has a lock that I'm obsessed with. I use their esthetician chair and their magnifying lamp. So if you're looking for any of those things, plus massage beds and a ton of other equipment, you're going to go to spaandequipment.com and you're going to use my code KC, K A S E Y. For five percent off.
0: Again, you're going to go to spaandequipment.com and and use code K A S E Y for five percent off your order.
1: Enjoy. Okay, let's get into this. You also write in the article that you know never comment Mm -hmm. on people's size mm-hmm. scars of uh, what mm-hmm. else did you mention body hair body hair yeah anything that's like none of your business don't <laughs> comment on it right like. I mean to me okay first thing that comes to my mind as a woman is you know you're walking down the street and someone assumes that you're pregnant like mm-hmm. that yeah. is such a no no yes. and that yes. has happened to me and that has literally like killed my yes. soul yes and I've had to like learn ways to like recover from that yeah so I know personally like you You just, you can't, right? Or it's, like, I remember there's this one client. I'll give you guys one little story. This beautiful girl. She had this, like, amazing, like, blue eyeshadow on. But she had a mustache. And a lot of estheticians would go, oh, like, you want me to just, like, wax, like, your mustache? Mm -hmm. Right. But in my mind, I was, like, well, maybe... Maybe she, she wants, wants it. Maybe she likes Maybe she it. Likes she likes yeah. It. So I didn't say anything. Mm-hmm. You know. So I think that's just like an example. Like mm-hmm. you got to be careful. Like where you go into like nail salons and I'm like, oh, well, let's wax your mustache and your eyes. Like, hold on, I, I like but my yeah. eyebrows. You know, it's so like so that's my my best feature. <laughs> like, yeah. Excuse, excuse me. me. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's just assumptions. Like, well, yeah. if she has eyeshadow, she must not want the mustache. Like, exactly. We need to start getting rid of those. Sigmas, yeah. yeah.
0: Assumptions.
1: And so yes. I'm going to be
2: like, my friend this a lot because okay. I asked a lot of my friends. And my friend, she went in and got a facial and she said the esthetician just was asking her when she was younger, she was a self-harmer. And okay. so she has a lot of scars on her arms yeah. that she's very self-conscious about. And the esthetician just kept asking her and <sighs> kept like uh, kind of like, like picking, digging. Yeah, digging. No. And she was like, it made me so uncomfortable because... I didn't want to talk about it. I thought I was in a place where I wouldn't have to like hide my arms, you know. And so it's just like you have to be just really respectful and mindful of people's bodies. And unless they bring it up to you or ask you about it, don't comment on it unless it looks like cancer.
1: Like, you know? <laughs> Right. But, like, right. if or it like, doesn't. Yeah. Like- <laughs> if they're oozing on yeah. your table, then say, hey, like, maybe yeah. go to the doctor. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, even that, you have to be careful. Yeah. I think, you know... Our clients are in such a vulnerable environment, you know, mm-hmm. they're getting naked, they're yeah. laying down on a bed, they're taking mm-hmm. all their clothes off. So we need to be mindful as estheticians that like, and let them know that this is a safe space. Yeah. And I think the more that you can do that, yeah. I think the better of a clientele you could potentially have. And there's this whole yeah. other there's so many other people you can tap into that Mm -hmm. you're not thinking about. Mm -hmm. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And so, yeah,
2: I think like you just said, like, just be, just be mindful, be respectful. Don't comment on somebody's armpit. Like I have hairy armpits and like, I've had people be like, whoa, you know, and I'm like, whatever. Like, it's my body. Like, I don't have to shave if I don't want to. And, you know, I'm, I just think it's, It's simple things like that where it may not seem like a big deal to you. And like we're in an industry where there's lots of hair removal, there's lots of makeup, all these like body alterations and stuff. But just because we are in that doesn't mean that everybody wants to be doing that. Mm -hmm. So we just cannot assume or make comments about people's bodies. Which seems Enough like. Said. It's yeah.
1: Like, why do we. Period. To that? But you do. <laughs> yeah. And to play devil's advocate. I don't. And this isn't to make excuses. And I don't think this is. This. Is for everybody. But you know that there's people out there. That probably falls out of their mouth. Before they've even thought about it. So right. I think what you're saying is like. Take a beat. Yeah. Like, think about it before you're, like, point your finger, like, yeah. why do you have hair? Yeah, it's <laughs> Which is f- literally how like, it, it comes right, out. <laughs> right. right, right. And they're, like, pointing, right? Like, you're yeah. a kid. And it's, like, it's none of your business. Yeah. It really is not. Yeah. You know, why are you? But people just, they don't mean to, like, point no. out things. Yeah. Like, I have a big scar on my arm. It's the same thing. It's like, what is that? Yeah. What happened?
2: And, you know, if you are <laughs> curious about something, you could be, like, Hey, do you mind if I ask you about this? Okay. Mm. And if you do that, you have to be open to the person saying, no, no, No. (laughs) like I don't want to talk about it and that, and then moving on.
0: Yeah. Right. You know, don't dwell on it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I have a question. So what Mm -hmm. if something does fall out of your mouth? Like he's saying like, Oh crap. I just said whatever (laughs) about your mustache. Like, how do you come back from that? Do you have any tips on that?
2: I would just be like, Oh my bad. Yeah. Like, okay. sorry, I was Call out it of out line out.
1: there. Call yeah. It out. Say, yeah. I apologize. I apologize. I apologize.
0: I
2: apologize. To make you yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Perfect. Say, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, if somebody's like, actually, that makes me uncomfortable or that sucked, you can just be like, I'm really sorry. Like, yeah. no need to get defensive. Somebody calling you out on something doesn't always have to trigger a defense mm-hmm. from mm-hmm. you. You know, a lot of times when people call someone out, it's coming from a place of care and wanting you to like learn and do better. So, not every
1: call out is an attack. Yep. And so I think that's really important yes, to remember. Don't take it as an mm-hmm. attack yeah. before you just jump the gun and get defensive, mm-hmm. right? I think at the end of the day, we need to just make sure we're always putting ourselves in the other person's shoes, right? Mm-hmm. How would how would they how would I feel if you're pointing at me and going Why do you look like this or why that you Yeah, because if you really think about it, I'm sure most of us have had something like that in our life. Yeah, yeah. right.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So can
1: we be more understanding and sensitive? Yeah, and that kind of leads into if you misgender someone, yeah. like
2: and immediately you don't have to make a huge scene about it. Just be like, I'm really sorry. Right. Yeah. Correct yourself, move on. Okay. Is
0: that something you think that if you misgender someone that they'll tell you, like, excuse me, you, you use the wrong pronoun or how it do depends
2: you know? on the person. Okay. Some people I think will correct you. Okay. Some people it might really kind of throw them off and mm. or they might be too nervous or too afraid to correct you. Okay. Or embarrassed, you mm. know? But if you know that you mistook someone's gender just change it like i'm sorry moving on like you know it's
1: calling it just calling it out and not causing a bigger scene Mm -hmm. so what are some easy ways that we can avoid that and also respect people i know you were saying like put that like on your intake. yeah so the very first question on my intake form
2: is what are your pronouns Mm. not what are your preferred pronouns because they're not preferred it's just what are your pronouns Mm.
1: right yeah right because that's class that's yeah
0: Yes. Like saying it's like your
2: opinion, Yes, right? yes. <laughs> yes. It's like, no, my pronouns are, <laughs> oh, yes. you know, and yeah. so that is very, that's the first thing, get it out of the way. And that makes people feel really, un- really comfortable. I worked somewhere where on their intake form, it just said male or female. Right. And I have clients who are non-binary, who are unsure who you know okay rather not answer mm. and so just to not have male or female because that just cuts it alienates so many people mm-hmm. so just saying what are your pronouns and that's Instead of saying like even male male female or
1: other right we don't yeah. want to do that either yeah you alien. don't want to other yeah, 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 just, yeah. just like just leave
2: it open for someone to say and like I personally argue that when it comes to facial care,
1: it doesn't matter. Uh, yes, let's like, talk about, let's talk yeah. about yeah. this. Because we yeah. talked about this the first time around mm-hmm. when we were talking. And I used to struggle with this when I had a menu. And I think mm-hmm. I would even talk with, to you about this. Yeah, and I'm like, we did. People would call, well, do you have a Men's gentleman's facial, facial, a male facial? And in my head, I'm thinking all the face, everybody has skin. Yeah. I don't care. Have a face? Yeah. Does a yes. man have a face? But for whatever reason, we want to put everybody in a box. Yes. Right. And it's yes. just, you can't do that with mm-hmm. skincare. It's more about lifestyle, what mm-hmm. you're eating, what you're putting on your face. Exactly. So like, of course, if you have facial hair, mm-hmm. I'm going to treat you differently. I'm yes. also going to treat you differently if you're oily. If exactly. You're dry, right. It, yes. So like, so
2: it doesn't like male or female doesn't matter. No. Like, and I think that, this is just created for capitalism to sell products. Mm. Of course you know? And so, like, that's what that is there. But it, like... Whew, it really burns my toast when people are like, men need facials too. Mm. Like, I saw this thing where this provider was like, Brotox. And I was like, no, it's Botox. <laughs> like, if they want Botox, then they have to deal with it being called Botox. Like, right. it's no different, you know. And it's like, people who are women have beards have facial hair yeah. have whatever people
1: it's like it's just well you're treating the individual you're not you're treating tr- the you're not treating their gender their gender mm-hmm. you're not treating yeah. the gender you're <laughs> treating you know? the individual
2: yeah whatever, and so
1: you know whatever so just, skin they have
2: yeah i'm like take that out mm-hmm. completely yeah and then just, you know, go from there. Like I try to ask in the intake form, like a lot of questions to get to know the person or, mm-hmm. and also when they get there yeah. to get to know them yeah. and figure out how you're going to treat their skin. Like it shouldn't matter if they're a man or a woman or like what products they need to use based on their man or woman, you know, like. <laughs> yeah.
1: I mean, those at the end of the day, that is all marketing. You guys. It's all marketing. I'm like like eye, double eye roll, <laughs> you know, I'm like, oh, this is a men's skincare line Oh, because yeah. it has like a. Because black packaging. Black. I, yeah, I, I like black.
2: You know, I know so. right? I want yeah. this
0: one so that yeah. just
2: like really makes me bonkers also and I'm also just like stop treating men like babies. <laughs> like they yeah, okay. like men. Like that is it's like they can wash their face. They know how to wash their face. They're brilliant men aestheticians. Like are. not all men only for this situation <laughs> here. <laughs> You know, so yeah, just cut that out. Cut it out. Okay, I opinion. like that.
1: And I what I feel like we keep coming back to is that intake form, mm-hmm. right? If yes. you have the intake form, that's it's like, magical. It's not <laughs> magical. It's magical, and that's you saving you so many. Yeah potential mishaps mistakes yeah Yeah. Yeah. or yeah and you're just you're just laying it all out and Mm -hmm. they will let you know and Mm -hmm. then you go from there Mm -hmm. so i think if you don't have an intake form get one go get one (laughs) and and if you can't find one that you like just create your own yeah right Yeah, yeah we need to know their name Now we're going to ask them their pronouns. Mm -hmm. Do they have size preference with their spa wrap? Yeah. You know,
2: another thing that it's like, this one's give or take. I know people who are scent sensitive. Mm. So you could be like, would you like your treatment to
1: be scent free? Mm. Genius. I think that's so important. Yeah. One of my questions I always ask is if you have skin allergies and Mm a lot of times then, you know, they're telling me other. Allergic to aromatherapy or essential oils. Yeah. But I like that you're taking it a step further. Yeah. Do you want scent free? Right? Yeah. Or do you want all of the aromatherapy? Yeah.
2: <laughs> or do you want. Yeah. Because sometimes people are like, actually, I want essential oils in everything. Right, you right, know, right, like yeah. I want it all. And so it's like you are really customizing this treatment this whole experience to this person and you aren't leaving anyone out like another really really important thing that i think people need to address for their treatment rooms is accessibility for disabled people Mm yeah you need to say if there are stairs Mm -hmm. how many Mm -hmm. is there an elevator can their wheelchair fit through the door yeah Mm -hmm you know these are very important things which people don't realize and it is a hassle for people to reach out and ask these things sometimes or they it's like a lot of people feel afraid to ask because
1: they don't want to be like oh sorry
0: right they feel like they're putting the business
1: out or putting the person out and instead if you're just sharing all the information up front it just
2: share it up front, yeah, because it's like, okay, like my building, for example, there's an elevator in the front, okay. and in the back, there are three flights of stairs, so I put three flights of stairs, there's 11 steps on each one, so people know ahead of time, they're like, mm-hmm. okay, I will need assistance to get yeah. up the stairs, yeah. or I will need this, it just like makes everything easier yeah. right. for the person, it takes so many things that they are always carrying out mm-hmm. of their hands. It's right. like oh. you are helping them in so many different ways. Yeah. yeah. Is, so, that,
0: is that something that you're just posting, like, on your website? So it's just, like, on Yeah, the I put that
2: on my booking page. Okay. And when, after they book, they get an email that has all of that info as Great. well. Great. Okay, mm-hmm. so you're
1: covering all your bases everywhere, which really, again, like, you should be... Th- the clearer the communication, mm-hmm. the better. I talk mm-hmm. about this all the time, and so this is just another... It's automated in your email, and then you mm-hmm. you set it up once, and you never have to think about it again, right? Yeah. We're wheelchair accessible, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Done. Yeah, I also
2: keep my bed is a little high, mm-hmm. so I keep a little stool yep. under my bed yep. in case anybody needs help getting yeah. up into the bed. Yeah. Another very simple thing. It's like these are things that mm-hmm. I just wish I want to like – teach workshops on this or something because i'm just like yeah i'm like these are just little things that are like no
1: biggie to you but mean so much to other people absolutely yeah they're everything and again you're tapping in to like a whole other market of people Mm -hmm. that not only want these services but they need them Mm -hmm. right they need this self-care just as much as any other person Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's like absolutely you know we we all have our things yeah
2: yeah and I am just thinking, you know, I didn't get facials. I had my first facial in 2019. Really? Oh, wow. Yes. And I never took care of my skin besides okay. the occasional mask. Like, I'd be like, oh, ladies and I, let's wear a mask or something. <laughs> and I never wore sunscreen mm-hmm. because growing up, there was like, oh, you're black. You don't have to wear sunscreen. Right. Okay. And so I moved to Los Angeles and I was like, I want to get a facial. (laughs) Like that sounds fun. And so I actually got my first facial from Celeste Rodriguez. Oh, I love Celeste. And I was so scared because I was like, "Is this person going to know how to Mm -hmm. treat dark skin? Mm -hmm. You know, like what is that going to be like?" And Mm -hmm. of course, she did. She's amazing. But I think that's also another thing when we talk about Mm -hmm. accessibility and inclusion Mm -hmm. is I've heard a lot of people with dark skin be like, "I." haven't gone to an esthetician because I'm afraid they don't know how to deal with my skin or I've been told specifically they don't know how to deal with my skin. Mm -hmm. Treatment for dark skin is not taught in aesthetic school, which is a huge shame. And so I think that is something else. There are so many great courses out there. I took a course by this esthetician. Her name is Ask Alish Uh on Instagram and she does Amazing, like 101 pigmentation. She has all these courses on how to do dark skin. I have dark skin, but I still took this course. Like, I think it's just... You you still need to learn. Exactly. I think it's very important for estheticians to go out of their way to learn how to treat different skin tones, different body types, all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's really important. And that was like a big... I got really lucky with going to Celeste because she was very knowledgeable. knowledgeable. But I know a lot of people who've been burned by estheticians yeah. with peels. Like who yeah. just have had bad experiences. Yeah. And, and it's like. It's so traumatizing. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, I know there is that setback in school. But that shouldn't be an excuse. Like we all know that education extends beyond aesthetic school. Like, if you've gone to aesthetician school,
1: you You know that it extends beyond. Or if you're in school, know that it goes way beyond. Way beyond. School is, like, the smallest baseline. Mm -hmm. Like, barely baseline. It's really, I feel like, in my opinion, the education starts... After school,
2: mm. absolutely, yeah. And I didn't really know that, and so I went in being like, yeah. ooh, they're going to teach me everything." And then I was like, "Oh, okay,
1: they're going to teach you and yeah. very yeah. little."
2: But you know what? Education outside of school is so fun and so cool, and there are so many people out there with like tons of knowledge to share.
1: Yeah, you just d- yeah. you just have to work. You know, if it's important to you, which it should be, mm-hmm. put a little extra energy into it and go search it. Like mm-hmm. you know so absolutely yeah you said ask is doing a whole yeah. she has like courses that she you has can take courses online? that you can take and
2: get certified Amazing. and they're great. really great and really informative yeah so
1: i highly recommend amazing and Mm -hmm. I love that okay so you got your first facial in 2019 (laughs) yes when did you yeah when did you you actually get licensed
2: shortly after so I had my first facial and I was like this is amazing I love it like the treatment room was beautiful the whole experience was great and you know, when your esthetician tells you, you know, keep coming back like yeah. once a month or whatever, I actually did it. because I Yes, I listened because <laughs> I was like, this client. was amazing. And so I kept coming back. And I still the only time I didn't go once a month was during shutdown. Mm. Right. And I saw my skin transform. Mm. Like I had so much hyperpigmentation so
1: much texture like mm-hmm. all this stuff from not do you think from not protecting your skin from not you protecting yeah. my
2: skin from not wearing sunscreen from just being like sleeping in makeup oh, doing you know <laughs> all of that yeah. and so i got so, i was just so impressed that i was like i want to, to do, do this yeah. this is incredible and i started looking into schools and i just did it i was like Good okay and i i felt i'm 36 mm-hmm. and i felt Nervous because I was like, oh, I'm older. Like, I'm so afraid to go to school. You're like, good, huh? you know, and then I did, and there were people older than me. Yeah. There. And I was like, whatever. And it was just. It was so fun and so amazing. And I just became, like, ever since that first facial, I've just become addicted. To, to skincare. Yeah, to skincare. Yeah. And that was it. The rest is history. The rest mm. is history. I was like, where have I been? Like, what have I been doing? This is so cool and so fun.
1: Well, it sounds like it fell into your lap at the perfect time. It did. And it shout out yeah. to Celeste for transforming your skin yeah, and yeah. making you feel comfortable yeah right and making me what a feel great comfortable. Like, first experience for yeah you. what if mm-hmm. you had, had a bad experience totally yeah turned off you might not be an esthetician
2: now right exactly i also was really nervous because i'm like i'm such a weirdo like I, <laughs> I i i'm like i look different from a lot of people for you folks who don't know what i look like i have shaved head tattoos like dreadlocks like you know i was just like very nervous uh-huh. and celeste had did not and has never made me feel right she didn't give you like
1: a weird yeah 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 yeah.
2: or like what are you doing here getting my facial you know she was just like oh cool like blah blah blah." yeah Mm -hmm. and so that's what people want to feel you know they want to feel like they belong period period no matter what Mm -hmm. no matter what and i think that is important especially because so many estheticians are out here calling themselves healers but then have Mm. like really Mm. negative like (laughs) Uh. have really negative energy or are like people aren't feeling welcomed or safe or supported there and so it's like you can't be a healer if you aren't welcoming and supporting and appreciating and respecting yeah you can't say your
1: healer and then be judging everybody and yeah it don't work like that no it does not no it does not but how cool yeah well we're so glad that you're an esthetician we're so glad that you shared this information is there anything else you want to share i feel like we covered so many great things yeah right we're talking about you know the size oh. and what were we going to say
0: in the intake form in t- yeah at
1: the end of the day you guys i really feel like <laughs> intake form yes right? we add all these things there's no reason that you can't ask these yeah very simple straight to the point questions mm-hmm. and that is going to set up your business yeah for success and yeah clients for success right i feel like we as estheticians we are caretakers we want to take mm-hmm. care of people we want them to feel good mm-hmm. and we want you know heal yeah. them we want to we're we're nurturers yeah. so start it from the beginning before you've even met right be clear on the website mm-hmm. and be clear on your absolutely form. and
2: i know that before i was an esthetician like i looked up To so many of you guys, like Mm -hmm. I followed your pages and I was like, wow, they're so cool. They know all this stuff. (laughs) And like, look at this, look at that. You know, so it's like your clients are looking up to you. Yeah, They're looking to you for advice, for kind of like, it sounds cheesy, but like role models, like for things to buy. Like, and so another thing that I feel like I spend a lot of time talking about on my page is fat phobia in the aesthetic community and in the beauty industry. Because like I see a lot of estheticians being like, oh my diet is just coffee and nothing else, hee hee. Or like, <laughs> oh my gosh, yes,
1: I saw you post, yeah. and I'm like, enough <laughs> with the glamorization of yes. starving yourself. You guys yes. know I talk about this on my podcast. Number one, I have struggled with my weight most mm-hmm. of my adult life. Mm-hmm. More just in my head than anything. Yeah, and also the the glamorization of like killing ourselves seeing eight to ten clients a day and not taking care of ourselves that is the opposite of what we should be doing yeah and it's like also
2: glorifying like eating disorders and stuff like that and just like when people constantly talk about weight loss and i think health and diet are obviously very important parts of the skincare routine but it's not not your routine of like your skin journey but it's not the end all be all mm. and to think that people who are fat or heavier are unhealthy or who aren't taking care of themselves or don't have healthy diets is just really wrong and stupid Right, and I think we should just be really mindful with how we talk about food and how we talk about our habits yeah yeah, because people are seeing that and you know if somebody's really looking up to someone and they're like oh, I feel horrible or I can't go to see them because they probably think I'm blah, blah, blah. Right, you know? so they're so going to so judge me like, because yes, I have a role. Yeah, you know, there. so it's like, let's cut that out. Right. Let's stop glorifying not eating, not yeah. working ourselves into the ground uh, and only living off of coffee. Like no, that's just... It's
1: not, it's not cute in 2021, you guys. It's not. It's not, and it's not going to give you longevity in your career as a statistician let me tell yeah. you because i tried it okay and then i go home and binge eat yeah and then i'm gaining weight then yeah. i'm depressed then i'm unhappy and then at the end of the day i'm not treating my clients yes the way that i know, need to because i haven't even taken care of myself yeah it's yeah. like you
2: all, also your number one client and like you're not treating uh, yeah, yourself I'm the number yeah. one client. you always need so, to be the number one client. Yeah. yeah so it's i just think that we have more like influence than maybe we realize we have so much so coming from someone who was on the other side for a really long time you know so i just think it's like really important the way that we talk about ourselves talk about humanity talk about anything in general
1: Mm. i love that yeah yeah. i think Yeah. Beware how you're talking about weight and food. And I would Mm -hmm. even say like acne and breakouts. I do love that there's been this, you know, I feel lucky enough that I haven't struggled too much Mm -hmm. with my skin as an adult besides just aging. Haley struggled yeah. definitely her whole life, but I've right. seen this trend of estheticians who are being more transparent yeah. about their skin, right? I, I think we've had this perception yeah. like, well, if you're a good esthetician, you're going to have flawless skin. It's like, yeah. no. <laughs> it's like, no, it's uh-uh. not true. Uh-uh. And then yeah. I-, I could go on a million tangents with all the filters and mm-hmm. all the things on Gosh. Instagram and that's mm-hmm. a whole other toxic thing. Yeah. So
2: so yeah, I just, I just think those are my main... Tips And I talked to a lot of people who up until now have been very hesitant or afraid Mm -hmm. or like just untrusting Mm. of this industry. And I I get why. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be that way. So it's like it's and we have the power to change that. We do. So, I mean, and
1: that's why you're here today. And that's why I'm here.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So thank you
1: so much for being so transparent and Mm -hmm. open about this. I think a lot of people are scared to talk about these things, but you've made it so, like, I don't know, comfortable. Accessible. Accessible. You've made it accessible instead of, like, a scary thing. It's like everyone not just is able to do that but they should
2: yeah absolutely and if anybody wants to dm me or email me and ask me questions i'm more than willing to talk to them about it like it's like bring things to me if you're afraid how to bring something up Mm. to your client ask me and i can Mm. help you you know I have no problem with
0: that. Oh, good. So, okay, so where can they find yeah, you? Yeah, tell us
1: where we can find you. So you can find me.
2: My Instagram name is the Love um, you. Yeah, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and I just started my solo business, Pansy so Aesthetics, which is really cool. And that's my name on Instagram. And my email address is TheLestetician at gmail.com. Amazing. Yeah. Do you have a website up yet? it's in the works but it will be pansy aesthetics.com nice but it's literally being built as we speak That's
1: (laughs) exciting! so congratulations (laughs) thank you so much business yeah thank you
2: i'm i'm so happy and i just had a lot of unfortunate events in the community Mm -hmm. in the aesthetics community and i was like damn it i'm tired of it and i'm just gonna open my own business and go from there and so yeah well uh, I su- we support
1: that thank you congratulations thank you i relate to that because i did the same thing yeah and i think if we can just make our own happy supportive mm-hmm. community over here and stop wasting our energy on all of the negative things right let's focus absolutely on the positive <laughs> things that we can do and move forward yes amazing thank you again thank, thank you awesome. yeah, thank you this was amazing you. i want to do it again <laughs> You're welcome back <laughs> yes. anytime. Yeah. Yeah. You can come back for some esthetician talk. That's really yes. nice yes. new thing. It's mm-hmm. just like, I just want our friends to come on here and we can just talk esthetician stuff. Yes. All day I long. would love to. Yeah. yeah. Right,
2: we'll
0: do
1: it.
2: Yay.
1: Okay, guys. There you have it. Leola Davis on all things.
0: Just on all things. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. Just period. (laughs) All things, period.
1: (laughs) Let us know what you think about this episode on Instagram. Comment on our latest post. Let us know. Let us know what you want to hear next. We Mm -hmm. love Leola. We'd love to have her back on if you guys would be interested in either covering more on these subjects or maybe we we'll do something else. Just a little chitty chat is or fine, a too. a little chitty chat. Yeah. Make sure, if you haven't, write us a review on iTunes, mm. screenshot it, and email it to us at magazine at GlowSkinCareLay.com. And the Kim Turn is feeling good, so she's going to send you out some stickers. If she's on fire. To review. Yeah. The Kim Turn's on fire. She's ready to get back <laughs> in the office, I think. She is. And then also make sure you're following us. hmm on
0: Instagram, on Instagram, you're gonna follow Glow, of course, at Glow Skincare LA, and you're gonna follow us at Skin Dot and the Dot City. All right, guys, we love you. We'll see you next week. Bye.